the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. What's going on, people? As you can probably tell, it is not Pastor Joe, but the younger and more handsome voice. Yes, it is I, the son Joseph Sutton, also known as Juice. We are here today, and we got a very, very special program for y'all. We got some two guests in the building, two of one of my fa- two of my favorite people. They in the <laughs> building because I don't know if y'all listened last week, but my dad talked about um, well how we were going to address worship today, and we're going to have some worship leaders in the building. And I am so so happy to announce and and introduce to y'all some of my friends who also lead worship so to my left you want to go ahead and start with your name yes this is grace kalala i serve as a worship (laughs) (laughs) as one of the worship leaders over at family life center one of my favorite churches as well hey and then to my right um hey y'all i'm ebony mcclarty um i sing on the pg worship team here and there and i also lead worship at my church christ in you that's what's up. So for people that don't know, PG is. Oh, PG yeah. is Praise Gathering happening over at North Central um, University, 910 Elliott Avenue South. Shameless plug. Um, okay. right. <laughs> we'll build them later. I'll just laugh. <laughs> but yeah, Look, at North Central. Yeah, <laughs> it happens at North Central. And then, you know, what? because what, it's on. It's on Wednesday, Wednesday nights. Night. Yes. From 10 to midnight. So yeah. two hours of just pure worship. Um, uninterrupted worship, just the flow of God moving in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets very, very powerful very, very quickly. Yes, it awesome. does. I've awesome. witnessed it. Yeah, it'd be late though, cause you know I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting it's old, so I can't make too. every. I can't make every one. That's but, real. Yeah, I'll be so. like, okay, I'm gonna just stay till like eleven ten, and yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna <laughs> leave. I'm and then you know, of course, your favorite song gotta come on, and then right? that's when yeah. everything shifts. Uh, yep. Yep. It'd be my hardest thing is getting there. I'd be like, man, nine thirty. I got you the gotta itis. drive back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. but yeah, when I do go, it's amazing. Yes. I, and I love it. I I wanted to bring y'all on the show because we were talking about worship and y'all both lead worship. You know, Grace, I am a part time member at y'all. Church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a full time member at my dad's yes. church, but part time at Family Life Center, which we'll actually be there this Sunday. Yeah. Shameless plug, but Excited. um. I wanted to start off by saying, how what made y'all get into like leading worship? Because we all know y'all can sing, we know that, we know <laughs> that, but we know, all know there's a difference between singing and worshiping. So, yeah. what kind of like got y'all into being like worship leaders? Sure, I think from when I first gave my life to Christ, I was mm. about 13 years old, and I realized then at that time 
um, after spending so much time with Christ in like meditation and prayer that I also had a deep passion for worship. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of my prayer time, it was, you know, praying and there was some quiet time, but a lot of it was singing and just worshiping, like just going off and just singing different songs. And I would play music throughout the whole time. Um, And I just, I don't know, it just kind of was a spark. It was something in me that I was like, oh, you know what? I actually do love to sing um, and I love worshiping God. And Mm -hmm. so from there, I think that was when I really started to realize that I have not only a passion for worship, but a gift for it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because then after that, I started to sing more. I was in choirs. I would sing at my church then. Um, And then once I got North Central, that passion is, I I think that's when it became a more bigger thing. And it Mm -hmm. became more of a like, oh, okay, this is what I'm actually going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, and I, I know that the Holy Spirit even revealed that to me throughout my time, even being in relationship with Christ up until today, like just giving me different opportunities and Mm -hmm. growing me in my faith, all of that just, I mean, comes together and I'm, and and just helped have me realize that that is like worship leading worship is what I'm going to do. It's, it's a gift that I I have and that that's when I got really into it. And so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, come through. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> Okay, what about you, Ed? Ebony? Um, LOL. Similar to you, twin. This is so yes. funny. I'm just, um, <laughs> she said twin. Well, we call each other twin because yeah. uh, funny enough, y'all, we got a lot of common. Um, yeah, they but just one of these things <laughs> is also something that we have in common, um, but in a different way. For me, I didn't really look at worship as like, uh, leading worship rather. Um, as something for myself. I just knew I liked to sing. I joined mm-hmm. choir because it was something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I found out I could sing at like the randomest time. I was singing a country Adele song. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's literally what happened. I was singing an Adele. I was singing an Adele song in a country accent, and I think that's when I found out I could sing. And so from there, it was just kind of like, oh, I sing here and there, but it was never a thing for me mm-hmm. that I considered something to be a part of my life or something mm-hmm. that the Lord would even use for me. Um, until I would say a uh, long story short to this point, it definitely was coming to North central where it was like, Oh wait, wait, I sing. And like, mm-hmm. Lord, I'll be in my prayer time alone with you mm-hmm. doing all the little ad libs. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You can talk about it. Look, all yeah. of it. And yep. I was like, Lord, how, how can I worship like this? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it would blow my mind. Cause it was just like, I, I I don't know if this is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. It's like what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't know if it's a normal thing. I, maybe it's just something that I do. But um, I did not realize that, you know, in discovering all the gifts and talents that the Lord has imparted into me, that that was one of them. And it was to lead worship and it was to use my voice. And then he would just begin to articulate it more and perfect yeah. it more over mm-hmm. in t- um, over time as I begin to take it more seriously mm-hmm. um, as it became something where it was like, oh, Lord, I do want to please you in this. And I was talking with my mom the other day. Um, me and Grace and I had a chance to lead worship and I called her. I'm like, I'm like, hey, twin. Did your mom ever, you know, was your mom ever on the praise team or the worship team or anything? And she had that one uh, friend that would call her like, hey, girl, you going to um, you going to rehearsal or something? Right, rehearsal, yes. Practice. Yes. Yeah. All of that. Um, <laughs> the Lord was reminding me in that moment um, that the first time that I ever seen uh, singing and worship, it was in the church. And despite me having a disconnection from the church, although growing up in church, 
um, my mom was the first prime example of leading worship in my life because she never led it anywhere else. She mm-hmm. never sang anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I, I only ever seen her sing in church. And mm-hmm. we, you know, the car rides and things like that. But yeah, okay. she That's um, right there. I like that. I like yeah. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ebony out here preaching. No. You know, I lead worship in my bathroom, but that's about but it. Amen. Look, in my amen. car by myself. Okay. I be, I try, but y'all know I can't really sing like that. I be hanging around a bunch of singers, so I be trying, but singing along. I can't, yeah. but uh, like similar to what y'all was saying is, um, worship is very key in my, in my relationship with God. Like so many people have, um, different avenues that they feel like they can connect mm-hmm. to the presence of God and the spirit. And worship is one of those things for me. Like it's one of those instant, like, wow. I can feel your presence when I'm listening to worship or when I'm singing along. And um, so I wanted to ask y'all because, I mean, as an inspiring wannabe worship leader from the sidelines of my own crib, who um who inspired you guys to like when it comes to like leading worship, who are kind of your inspirations? And so y'all can do that. I'm going to tell y'all mine when I'm done. But like, what are y'all inspirations of, of worship? Wow, that's such a good question. Um. My inspiration growing up, number one, was definitely Kiara Sheard. Yeah. Okay, come, come, yep. come, come, definitely come on, definitely Kiara Sheard. Yes. Um, because I really, when when I would listen to her sing, I just it was not just how well she would sing her songs and how just effortlessly she would just. It was real. I mean, it was so it was real. real. Mm-hmm. It was real. It was so real. Yes. And at a young age, yeah. mm-hmm. I realized that. Yeah. Like, I knew that, oh, my gosh, she is not only just singing so beautifully, but, like, all of this is real towards God. Yes. And that was one thing. I was teaching them about the cough button. <laughs> <laughs> teaching them about the cough button. But, yeah. That yeah. is one thing that, that is hilarious, though. But that is one thing that um I just kind of thought to myself and was like, hey, you know, I've seen so many people sing and they would lead worship, but it was in a way where they were really trying to show off Mm -hmm. and just trying to, um, or maybe just because they love singing that they just, oh, we're singing to God. And it's just kind of like a thing. Like a talent show. Yeah. Like a, you know, um, but every time I would listen to Kiara Sheard sing, it was very real. It was very authentic, very genuine. And I felt that at a young age Mm -hmm. and, so ever since then, she has always been an inspiration for me. Um, and mm-hmm. I know that I can also sing beautifully and I can also sing with runs and riffs and whatnot. But also it be very authentic. genuine and authentic mm-hmm. to God because Absolutely. that gift, you know, is not just to. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, don't be doing riffs and runs and whatever. You just have to sing it straightforward. But I think I'm like, no. That's why we have this like we God gave us the gift to sing riffs and runs to sing that to him, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not a problem. That freedom of um, anointing. Yeah. You know? yes. <laughs> yes. OK, but that's the thing. That's that's what I saw in Kiera and mm-hmm. at an early age. And that's kind of where I am right now. And that's where I mean, she's someone that I look up to in that. And it, it definitely continues or helps me even to grow in my leading worship mm-hmm. um and it also in my singing overall um yeah. she's definitely yeah she's definitely one of my inspirations um growing up her and also jay moss okay jay moss too was one that's when a I was throwback yeah. De- definitely <laughs> throwback but yeah, yeah. um yeah mm-hmm. okay evening 
from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I do not say my name like that. No, I, do not. I just be assuming that that's when I hear Texas, that's this. That, that is hilarious. Funny. Yeah. Um, for me, um, it's it's um, more recently been Tasha Cobbs and William McDowell. First, come on, um, y'all can't first. see it, but my hands are raised. Look, come first on, sure. <laughs> hands are raised. Praise the Lord, for yeah. real. Yeah, because um, one thing I'll say it like this: uh, the Lord has shown me the importance of intercessory mm-hmm. um, and in prayer, but also how that can evolve in your worship. Mm-hmm. And I, I think fully. I'm like, William McDowell, I'm, this man be singing whole prayers out here. Like mm-hmm. he he be in full intercession in his worship. Mm-hmm. And that has been such a vital thing to me because it's like, Lord, he not just singing. He's not just singing of your praises, but he's singing of your heart, the mm-hmm. things that you desire. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to see people free and um, not bound by whatever situations they're in and singing of, you know, the world in general he's mm-hmm. not he's not just singing to the people that's in front of him yeah he's singing about the nations yeah and i'm like lord he he's sing, he's singing in such a way that it's impacting the nations where it's rippling mm-hmm. through and i said lord i just want that right give yeah. me that i right. want to be able to sing just a one of them right and it you know <laughs> what i mean and it and it just ripples in the yeah. spirit realm mm-hmm. and begins to set things free that i don't even know that mm-hmm. anointing is touching mm-hmm. yeah and that for me that's william mcdowell and tasha Definitely. cops and uh william murphy what yeah praise the lord for right. william murphy yes <laughs> Yes, yeah. William Murphy as well. That that's that's my inspiration. That's my desire mm-hmm. as a worship leader, um, as the Lord grows and matures me in that way. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wow, y'all out here, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all took y'all took the good one on the flag. <laughs> no, but I I to to top on both of what you guys were saying, both of those, all of those people are definitely one on my playlist. Amen. So yeah, but that I like a worship playlist. Like whenever I feel like I'm down or feeling attacked, I'm like mm-hmm. this this. This is the playlist that I go to that I know I can intercede and realize and get myself back and rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. And so um, one person that y'all didn't mention that I love to death is Ty Trivet. Oh, oh, yes. So, oh. I was going to say Kurt Franklin, but I'm like, everybody say Kurt Franklin. Yeah, so, but Ty Trivet is but, underrated, but first Ty of all. Tribbett yes, is, sir. Ty Trivet is one of those guys um, that I that I realize that you can experience freedom in your worship yeah yes. and just like Amen. the the amount of and you can have fun while worshiping like exactly. the presence of god is a fun place like yes, so many people is. are like when you're in the presence of god you gotta be so crying serious and or, serious yeah and so like he just has so much freedom um and so like especially like seeing him live so um i was at i was at all-star weekend um in chicago <laughs> she working that that coffee button it's okay grace it's okay <laughs> let them use you let them use you <laughs> and so um i was in chicago for all-star weekend i had some events out there and uh i went to the super bowl gospel or not the super bowl all-star gospel um celebration um one of my friends got an award but he performed he ended the night there and just like the way the the atmosphere had like changed when he started worshiping and like praising and i was just like Cause there were people that throughout the whole thing weren't on their feet, weren't doing anything, but like just the, the anointing that he had, like he got people out their seats, people was dancing. I'm just right. like, yes. like you can hear it on, you can hear it in the CD and all that stuff. But when you yeah. see it live, you just like, it, Whoa, yes, like that man is definitely blessed. Yeah. And so um, speaking of anointing, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to, we're going to touch on 
how worship can impact the church today and people outside the church, but also kind of y'all anointing on y'all worship. Yeah. So please, or I said please, please <laughs> don't touch that dial. We will be right back after the break. All right, you listen to Isaiah 61. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM980 The Mission. I'm often asked by our loyal listeners, how do I support your radio station's mission in sharing the good news of the gospel? My answer is simple. Support those who support us. Instead of sending us a gift of money, I encourage you to send that same gift of money to one of our great national or local ministries that you hear daily on AM980 The Mission. Or next time you need a product or service, visit our advertiser section on am980themission.com or call us at 651-405-8800. What's going on, y'all? As you can feel the vibes, you realize we are back on Isaiah 61. And I got two very, very special guests with me right now because it is going to be all right. Come on, John. See, John be coming through with the hits all the time. (laughs) So I got two special guests with me right now. If you are just now tuning in, I have Grace and Ebony, two amazing, amazing worship leaders here. And we were just talking about the power of worship and just how that can impact us. And now we're going to kind of get into the nitty gritty. We got about seven minutes, so we're going to dive into it really quick. So I really want to ask you guys, um, as we talk about worship, and worship is obviously important to us, as we were saying earlier on the show, um, how do you guys feel that worship impacts the church and the people around it? Anybody can go. For sure. Ebony, no, that's a good question. Pastor Ebony, you want to understand? Oh, I want you to just, just ask, ask that question one more time. How does worship... So how do you guys feel that worship can impact the church? Yeah. Like, how does it... What how, Well, like, what role does it play in the church today? Yeah. Amen. You know how you just want, like, 20 different Bible scriptures to run to your head mm-hmm. real quick? It's not there for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. But amen. Because he said he bring all things back to your remembrance. Mm. But not, he, not, not right now, Lord. Okay. Um, no, just from, you know, off the top of my mind, I think worship plays a crucial role. I think mm. a lot of times, I mean, don't get me wrong. Can you, can you still praise the Lord when the music is off? Mm-hmm. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but worship is that, it's just that, that barrier, that bridge, you know, not barrier, but bridge between y'all coming mm-hmm. and entering into the, you know, presence of God. Cause he's already present. He's already there, but it's like, can you walk into that? Mm-hmm. And I think worship just helps people knock that edge off. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you loosen up a little bit when you start dancing and, yeah. you know, shouting and some more stuff. But, um, no, I think worship is just that, that bridge between the two. Um, but also I think, I think in the church it's important to teach that, that worship is is not just with music that worship is your life mm-hmm. um 
much more than that. It, it is that time that you spend when nobody see you singing, when Ooh. nobody sees you um, worshiping, when it don't look like it, it's all good. You know, mm. worship is that behind the scenes. And so I think when we get a better understanding of wor- what worship looks like um, in life, then yes, when you come to church and you getting all that good worship and you got the worship singers who are truly dedicated to the Lord in that moment of being used by him. Mm-hmm. Yes. What well, takes off? It hits different completely. Yeah. Yes, right. it's like the perfect beat drop. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Grace? Yes. She do the alley-oop. You got to slam dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So worship, the way that it could impact the church and the people around. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, what comes to my mind is worship is for God. Mm-hmm. Worship yeah, is, absolutely. it's for him. It's to him. Um it's more so to him, but it's for us actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's to God. And it's, I think what it does, it reminds us who God is in every single situation that yes, we're going through, that's whether that's good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, it reminds, it reminds us that. And it also is just an assurance as well mm-hmm. as to, yes, this problem is real, but God is more real. Mm-hmm. And, you don't have to worry. You don't have to, you know, um, really, you're not defeated. You do have the victory mm-hmm. um, in all situations, all circumstances. And it's to also to God. Worship is to God just to kind of draw him more closer to you mm-hmm. and draw him down and near to you. Yes. Um, and it's so it's very impactful in that way because of the fact that you're now entering in to his presence, just like Ebony was touching on. Mm -hmm. You're now entering in his presence. You're now, um, you're now in a more deeper relationship. You're now in this, um, like, like you're in a room where it's just you and God, Mm -hmm. where it's just that interaction between the two of you. And he can then connect with you, speak to you, um, touch you in a way that is like impactful to your life that's going to change a lot of your what mm-hmm. you know your thinking mindsets your emotions things like that it's just one of those also interactions that you have with god that's between you and him mm-hmm. that is solely um one-on-one versus like everybody even yeah. though we all are together as yeah. a congregation mm-hmm. worshiping him but god touches everyone in their own way mm-hmm. um in the way that he does for each person and whatever that you know, they may be going through or whatever it is that they're thinking about. Um, and that I think is very powerful because then it impacts how you look at life. Then once you come out of it, mm-hmm. you know, once you're okay, let's say worship is, you're, you know, you're done with church and everything. You come out of church or you come out of that, your closet, your prayer closet or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Now you feel rejuvenated. Now you feel encouraged. Mm-hmm. Now you have that assured, um, feeling by the Holy Spirit, uh, by the word of God that, okay, no, I am the head, not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. I am victorious. I have victory through Jesus Christ. Things like that. Um, it's just, again, it's for us. It is to God, but it's definitely for us, um, to reconnect ourselves back to God and reconnect. Like when we, you know, situations, Mm -hmm. problems, whatever life, it can definitely bring us back to God and his word yeah. and all of that. So, mm-hmm. See, I couldn't have put it better. See, this is why you bring guests on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can only share so much about worship from my perspective. But yeah. when you bring in real professors, it's really good to hear, especially, like, young ladies like y'all 
who are who are who are young Praise and still living yes. for God and, yes. and your yes. worship Thank is you, is your lifestyle. Absolutely. And so it's really good and encouraging to to see those things, to hear those things, but also like be able to be um in the presence. So as we kind of wrap up, um I mean Grace Grace got engaged, y'all. I don't hey. think y'all know. And so her her soon to be <laughs> See, this is why we pay John the big bucks because he's yeah, good. Because he's good, right on. And so, um, how does that? And like, just like a quick, like fifteen seconds. How how does? Because you guys both lead worship. How, yeah. How does that impact you guys' relationship? Oh man, <laughs> it puts a lot of yourself in the back. Mm. That's good. It's less of you and more of God. Mm. And so then now you're able to relate to each other and serve each other better in that way. Wow. Come on, Jesus. That's it. Send me my worship leader. Um, Come on. (laughs) Send me my worship leader. Come on. So as we wrap up, I just want you guys to just plug yourself real quick. Where can people find you? I know you guys sing a lot. You sing with Javante and different things like that. So where can people find uh, you guys? Uh, Yeah, you can find me at Family Life Center. Um, It's located in over north. Um, I don't remember the address, but you can can Google it. You can find it on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook as Grace Kalala, K-A-L-A-L-A, and on Instagram as grace.kalala and what about you Ebony real y'all quick, can real just quick. hit me up on Instagram at Ebony underscore just E or Snapchat lovebug1597 thank that's you it, that's all and that's it that's all thank y'all for tuning in on Isaiah 61 we'll see you next week same time same place we out